hi, this is Carly. Um, I just wanted to apologize in advance for the random, really annoying squeaking sounds in the episode. There's construction really close to Farron's house right now, and I can't go inside of her house because of COVID-19. Uh, we understand this isn't going to be your favorite episode because of that, and we know it's really annoying. Um, we're, we're, we were going to re-record it, but I think we brought up some really good points, and since this isn't a scripted podcast, we don't think we uh, could naturally bring them up again in the same way. We know it will get annoying, and we are really, really sorry. Please listen to it anyway, and we understand it sucks, and if you want to email us about it, that's fine. Uh, we'll try our very, very best not to have this happen again. Okay. Hello, hello, hello! Jeez. <laughs> Me and Carly, so we are recording in person again, we're six feet apart, and um, we were talking because I was just scrabbling to finish my notes because our a lesson went on longer than we thought. <laughs> uh, we were talking about serial killers and just... <laughs> Us both knowing exactly who they're referencing when they're like, you know that killer in Vancouver, the one with, oh, yep, yep, yep. I know the one. Yep, the, the, the guy who's one away from hitting the big 5-0. <laughs> body count? Yep. <laughs> people are like, what's your body count? I'm like, seven. They're like, you with seven people? Oh, you, oh, uh, oh, zero. Uh, <laughs> damn it! God damn. <laughs> um, okay, anyway. Well. Uh, episode 10. Welcome, everybody. Uh-huh. I'm yep, sorry. that's the one. Uh, okay, so first we've okay we've been sitting here for half an hour talking <laughs> about nothing while Farron tries to finish me up. So yeah, okay. So first we had a, a person write in, Mr. Riley. I'm. We've talked about Mr. Riley a lot, but we've never said what Mr. Riley is. He's our what teacher. did you say? What? <laughs> yeah, he is a uh, French Canadian man. Uh, he's our teacher, <laughs> um, and he he listens because he's supportive. Um, anyway, he sent us an email about this ghost story that his, a camp that he went to, mm-hmm. they, they were telling people. So, we're gonna, I'm gonna read the, the email to everybody. Okay. Great. Yeah. I didn't actually read this email. I saw that you replied to it and I was like, meh. <laughs> okay, so, it's, hey guys, uh, I was talking to Cobb with a ghost story from when I was a kid that you guys need to look into. Here's what I remember. It's from a camp that I used to go to in Quebec called, okay, now, um... (laughs) That's in French, probably, yeah. Camp Nomimikwe. Is that, like, French or a First Nations language? I can't say it. Can I say it? Is it French? Because then I'll just gargle some air and say it. I don't know if it's, it's, like, the third line or whatever. I, you know what, that, that kind of looks French to it, me. It's a, I looked it up, it's like a French, uh, it's an English, it's, it's, I'm gonna say it, say it, it's, uh, Quebec's English boy camp. Nice. Like, cause, like, Quebec, there's, like, a lot of French people, so it's, like, the English camp, or, I don't know. That's oh, what yeah. they said. And he sent us the link. So, the story, uh, was called, what I, I think, The Tale of the Seven Brothers. Basically, there were seven bros... Their parents died and left them each a plot of land. The youngest brother got the largest, most valuable piece, and he was suspicious that his brothers were jealous, even though they were like, I don't give a shit. Mm. Uh, In a freak accident, he was hit in the head by a canoe that his brother was carrying, and he died. He thought... He was like a a friday face. (laughs) Uh, He thought it was because they wanted his land, and he was like murdering him. Uh Um... 
and in his dying breath he said he'd come back and get revenge. Uh, he came back and one by one ripped his brother's limb from limb. Now he supposedly uh, patrols his plot of land. He walks in a straight line, and if he happens to pass through someone, he rips them like a limb. Oh my god. But he, if he, pa- like, it, only if, like, you hit him directly. If he, if he passes literally a foot away, he does nothing. He doesn't care. But if you, if you're in his line of path, you're dead. Rip off his limbs, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I told Carl my story about one time I was kind of on a dangerous canoe trip and we got back to our campus at around 2 a.m. I saw a shimmery shape walking uh, along the water just in front of me when I got to the end of our portage. It scared the bejesus. Portage. Portage. Sorry. It scared the bejesus out of me. Anyway, I couldn't, I couldn't find anything in literally my 14 seconds of online research. So now it's on to you guys. I'll remember the council having some old newspaper clippings about the dev, the brothers dying in a freak accident, but who knows this directly. I was like, <laughs> that's really interesting. We'll look into it. <laughs> so I did some research on it. Uh, and I was, like, looking, like, a bunch of search pages, like, some brothers with the camp theme, or, like, Tales of Some Brothers, like, just, like, a bunch, I couldn't find anything. Like, not even, like, a variation of the story, nothing. So, it might just be, <laughs> sorry, it might just be, like, a local story that they tell, and they have, like, either, if, if Mr. Robert was right, there were articles, there were fake articles, or, I, I don't know, but if anyone else has information on it, Email me. Yes. Email us. <laughs> but email us links. Don't be like, I know this. I know more of this. No, don't do that. Just email, <laughs> email us links. That's where I get all my information. Anyway, we're picky. Um, okay. <laughs> um, what else are you talking about? Uh, I, have a quick, I have a quick oh, thing. Yeah. Um, so, on Anchor, you can see where our listeners are from. 25% of our listeners from the U.S. Uh, 1% is from France. <laughs> yeah. Like, who is that Who's France listener? France? If you're listening in France, bonjour. Bonjour. Uh, bonjour, mon ami. Anyway. Pourquoi? I don't know There's French. also some in, like, the UK. Okay, so basically, if you're not from Canada, or if you don't, like, know us, please email us, because... I want to know who you like, are. Like, don't tell us where, like... Like don't just, be like this world. Just be like, yo, I'm the person from France. Hi. And I'll be like, yeah. whoa. And then we'll, we're best we'll, friends now. Yeah, no, and we'll actually like reply to you. Yes. Yeah. We don't get that many emails. Um <laughs> sad. What are you doing? Um I'm just gonna pause this one. Is this one it? Yeah. Okay, sorry. So we were just saying that We'll talk about the protest really quickly because I know it's all over the media. People might be like, "That's well something else," but mm-hmm. we both stand by black people. We understand mm-hmm. that they're very oppressed, and it's not just something people are like. It's a one. It's not a one-time thing. It's, it's not. And we have this platform, I guess, even if not many people listen to it. That I think we should. We should say talk about yeah. it, and you should educate yourself on what's happening, and you should. Uh, not be a dick but you know and like the black the thing was like the black lives matter the all lives matter thing saying black lives matter does not mean only black lives matter nothing else it means all lives matter all lives do matter yes Mm -hmm. but specifically right now this moment black lives matter a lot because in the past and currently they have not been valued at the same level as everyone else because of racial and historical things so and just like and like saying black lives matter uh, sorry saying all lives matter is essentially 
saying that it's, black lives are not all lives. Yeah, and it's, um, it's, like, kind of pushing aside the fact that... Yeah. It, it's... It's not... It's yeah. devaluing their platform, mm-hmm. and that's not okay. Yeah. So. I don't know. Anyway. We, we have a platform to say it, and we're just gonna say it. Yeah, so that was all I want to say. We can go back um, to not talking. We can go back to favorite killers now. Well, okay, so I, don't, I feel like this episode is gonna get super dark. <laughs> yeah, so I'm really sorry. My thing's... It's, re- it's a little bit fucked up, but it's also mm-hmm. kind of funny. So. Okay. Yeah, no, just... the way that just people going, kill themselves just, could be funny. Oh, God. They didn't kill themselves. Okay. So. <laughs> just going back to this, like, racist stuff um that's kind of what i used to choose my story this week yeah um, also and it's it's not doesn't doesn't have black people but it's got indigenous yeah indigenous people people in canada um, specifically are very discriminated against very discriminated against it's it's not just the u.s it's also a problem in canada and yeah and more like indigenous people are more discriminated against in canada than like any other place because there's a higher population, mm-hmm. and because we can be dicks. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, I lose it every time we go into a history class. Same, because <laughs> then they're like, and, okay, I was literally in grade, like, four or something. We were learning about Treaty 7, uh-huh. and Miss Probably not any relevant information. Like, Miss Loyola actual... was talking about how, like, they were, they were nice, and they agreed on everything. So I told, I went um, to Mom, and I told no. her. Mom was like, Okay, sit down. And I was like, sit down. Do? We're going to have a talk and about... And she was just like, that's all fucking wrong, and I want you to go into school tomorrow, and you need to, like, make sure you know, even if I tell you this stuff, that it's not what happened. Yeah. And she told me, and I was like, whoa, yeah, I no, suck. I was, I, yeah, I was trying... So last year, uh, one of our blocks went long, so we didn't get the actual... We had, like, a two-week history yeah. block right at the end, so it wasn't that intense. And honestly, that, that really kind of pissed me off. I was like, this is important. We have to know this yeah. stuff. So I was trying. I was trying to get into class mad for when, this year. When like Miss Tyson, she's talking like, because like, the PC term, like what you're supposed to want, they want to be called is Indigenous or Aboriginal, and people are like Native Americans. And no, I'm like, um, see, I get pissed off. No, because like, in the U.S., I'm not gonna like call anybody out, but you know, I I hear people going like Native Americans, and I'm like, no. As much as it was an accepted term, it's and not natives, anymore. I'm like, you can't say that. Yeah, it's it's not an accepted term anymore. It's not so good. use the proper ones. <laughs> yeah. No, um, there's a really good podcast that I listened to and I got all like almost all of my information from it for this week. Um, it's called The Secret Life of Canada. It's hosted by a first generation black woman and a uh, indigenous woman. Uh, from Ontario and it's really good and it goes into like untold histories and stuff um, yeah it's, it's very helpful it's my reminder to watch that it's just a screw on my hand but I'll know nice. <laughs> yeah it's uh it's really good and it, it very, it's very educating yeah uh, um okay so uh now that we've talked about that that <laughs> um I'm gonna start my story <laughs> okay wait, there's one more thing about that what? So I was going through trying to, because I was trying to get Mr. Riley to teach us some more history, mm-hmm. and he was like, okay, so what do you guys know? Like, what what should, if, if this happens, what should I really teach you about? So I went through all my books, and I found this sentence that pissed me off so much from grade three. It went, I uh, was like, this, I can't remember who it was, some white guy got kidnapped by the indigenous people and tortured, and his friends got killed, and I was like, oh. So what I'm taking from that is they attacked, so then they fought back. 
Yeah. That, that's that's what I'm gonna take from that. And it got like, like the first couple words that I read, it was like, got tortured and murdered. Pa- probably saw. I'm pretty sure I saw slavery in there somewhere. And I was like, I'm not reading this. I, I, think I wrote it's this important in grade to three understand that like. <laughs> The people who came from uh, France and England who settled here, they just invaded and were like, no, this is ours now. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, they Because the, cause, cause they had, like, firearms, which were more mm-hmm. advanced, because c- they decided that they could and they were superior. They didn't be like, yo, can we stay here? They were like, okay, slap a bitch. Okay, now it's fucking ours, kill it's you. Ours now. <laughs> yeah, it's... It, yeah. Like... If people ever were like, go back to your country, I'll go fucking back to mine, because it's Germany. It's, like, <laughs> I, like, I, like, Canadian, like, white people are not, were not over here before. Uh-uh. Like, America, Canada, we didn't grow up here. <laughs> we were from, like, Europe, and we came. Yeah. From that over here and took over and killed everything and destroyed the economy and like, like destroyed, destroyed the environment, the environment like, killed yeah. so many people and then we're like because we because we won that Society war we got to write the history books <laughs> yeah we got that's the like whenever you're reading something remember that whoever won that war or won that fight they got to write the history books mm-hmm. they got to write their set of history mm-hmm. they're not going to say all the terrible things they did to win they're going to say that they are the heroes and they killed everyone. Yeah. And like it was, it wasn't our fault. Oh my, nope. Like in it, in our uh, in our governance block, we were uh, doing like, so mad. I'm so sorry. History stuff, um, and I I was I was like super tired that entire block. I was like not getting enough sleep and stuff. So I was like laying down on my desk, just closing my eyes. And our teacher asked just asked me a question, and I was or she was like, Carly, you have to you have to pay attention. You can't be like a Canadian, you know, joking. She was like, you can't be like a Canadian citizen if you don't know these an- uh, que- answers, like a um, as a joke. Yeah. Um, and I just kind of looked at her. I was like, No, I'm like. <laughs> I can be. I, I was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was basically like, you know what? I can be Canadian, because my ancestors were here first. I don't know if anyone knows that. Carly is indigenous. Yeah, I... Oh my god, my oh, mom is shot by ourselves. Hi, mom. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I am, I am Cree and Ojibwe. I am white and white. Baron is white. I'm from... When we did, like, we did, like, this historical thing on our families, where it's, like, find out where you're from, do, like, a family tree. Mm-hmm. I was from Germany, England, Ireland. Those are the whitest places I can think of. Yeah, no, it's like my entire family is like Winnipeg, uh, um, Peguis, all Manitoba. So, like, that's my dad's side. My yeah. mom's side is like England. Yeah. Also, but. Kyle makes the best fried bread. It was really good. No. <laughs> we went on a canoe trip and Carl was like, oh, I'm gonna make this thing. We're like, yes. And then everyone tried to steal it. I know. I was like making it and I couldn't make that much at a time because it was like the yeah, propane small thing, small, small frying pan. And people kept coming by and snatching it. I was like, what? Yeah, because we it was like me, you, Janet, and Kira. Oh. I'll give oh. it to you. That's what I Thank, Thank you. Well, I'm sorry. We just got a package. That's fine. Um. Okay, so we should probably start because we've been talking about. Yeah. I mean, the last we've been talking about for like 15 minutes, but yeah, you know, and uh, like this is important to talk about. Yes. I feel like so like. Talk yeah. about it, and if like 
you're gonna have kids or you have kids, like, talk about it with them. Don't let them... Because, like, the, the, the school system... The school system like, doesn't talk about the, yeah, the awful things. So that's why I'm doing this story, because... <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a story I want to do later that's about indigenous uh, women and children killing some of them. Yeah. So, okay, anyway, this is not what I'm doing. Today, I'm doing the bizarre case of Ursula and Sabina Erickson. Oh, wait! Are those the sisters? Sorry, I think I know who you're talking about now. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, Ursula and Sabina Eriksson were identical twins from Sweden. Not much is known about them, other than they grew up in Sweden with their older brother and sister, and that they were born in 1967. That's all the background we have on them. Like, we just don't know what the fuck. Like, we don't know about their childhood, we don't know about anything like that. Um, so, uh, in the early 2000s, Sabina was living a pretty normal life. Uh, she lived with her partner and her two children in Ireland, and Ursula was living in America. But for some reason, in 2008, Ursula decided for, like, she didn't have any reasons just to pick up and go to Ireland and visit her sister. Uh, and according to Sabrina's partner, from the moment Ursula got there, they were inseparable. Like, they just hung out all the time. Uh, so one day, they were just like, without any warning, they up and left, unannounced, and decided to travel to Liverpool, which was in England. Not in Ireland. Soccer team that was Mr. Like, <laughs> uh, they traveled by ferry, and then when they got to Liverpool around 8:30 a.m. on a sa- on Saturday, they went to the police station and said that their children had been kidnapped by uh, Sabina's partner. Mm-hmm. And they were like, what "The fuck? What do you mean? How? What? what when was this? Uh, you this know what year? Uh, 2008. Oh, really? Okay. Because I was gonna say something about like the police probably didn't like." listen to them because you know they're like i don't know in my in my mind it was in like the 60s you know nobody like really listened to women. they were like, like um okay so then they contacted like the dublin police and they're like so what's popping over there what's <laughs> happening why is this happening and they found out that the children were fine nothing had happened but sabina was mad at her partner because they got in a fight earlier <laughs> So, like, the, the previous night, so she was, like, mad at him or something, but they were like, okay. So, around 11.30 a.m., the two boarded a National Express coach, which was a bus, that was going to London. On the bus, the driver was getting really suspicious of them, because they were acting super sketchy. They were, like, clutching their bags and were, like, being super, like, what the fuck, just, like, super secretive. And the bus driver was like, okay, what if it's a fucking bomb? Like, what are you doing? And so he was like, can I search your stuff? Is he allowed? Yeah. Is that allowed? If, if, I feel, if there's something, like, suspicious, he can be like, he can request mm-hmm. to search your things. And be, because if you had nothing to hide, you'd be like, okay, I don't give a shit. Yeah. But they were like, no. You can't, uh. no, uh-uh. So he asked them to get off the bus at, um, where did I put it? I had it, re- oh. Keely, uh, uh, Kel, Kelly, K E E L E, Keely, 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 Keelil. Wait, did you say Kel? L? Kel? Kel? That's probably Kel. Keel? I don't Keel. know. We're not uh, from a Keel, there. A Keel service station, which is like a bus stop or something. Uh, he was like, "Please get off. I don't want you on. I, I, you're acting suspicious. I don't feel safe." And but the the twins were like, "No, no, no. We got off because we weren't feeling well." And the bus was like, "No, I kicked them off my bus." <laughs> 
So the manager of the service station was informed about like why they were taking off the bus, and she called the police because they were still being pretty sketchy. Just kind of, yeah. Services came by and talked to them and searched their stuff and didn't find anything like suspicious. Just they had like a laptop in there, and they left saying that the women were harmless. Like whatever. Um, so then they decided they were still gonna go to London. So they were gonna, they just were like, we're gonna walk down the highway. Mm. It's a highway, it's a six lane highway. Mm. So I was gonna say, I did that a couple years ago, and that was a two lane highway in the mountains. No, it was a six lane motorway. Like, people are, it's like at the major motor, it was, uh, I something, I have it written down somewhere. They were going like 100 miles an hour. Oh, the, the road where there's like. Where you, you could go like super super fast. No no no, that, that's in uh, that's, in, like, that's uh, the auto. Anyway, it's in Germany. That's right? in Germany. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's just like a highway. Uh, so there's a speed. Yeah, it's like a hundred or whatever. And there, my like, ignorance to you. Like, <laughs> all this, uh, all this can be seen on like CCTV footage, which is like traffic footage, because people like cool, like it was, and they're just walking to like the middle part. Like but there's footage of that. Yeah. I, I watched it. It's so creepy. So weird. Because you know how, like, there's, like, uh... I'm really sorry if you can hear all the background noise. There's construction. We're, we're close to downtown, um, <laughs> and, like, the two seasons in Calgary are winter and construction. So yep. guess what we're in right now? Construction. <laughs> um, so there was, like, there's, like, this, like, medium in the middle, you know, it's, like, just, like, a piece of concrete that's just a little bit of, above separating and going one way and the other way. Mm-hmm. They're walking down that. It's mm-hmm. really smart. Uh, then they were like, okay, we gotta cross the highway, so they try to run through the highway, no. three lanes of cars, um, and the cars were like, what the fuck, swerving all around, <laughs> trying not to hit them, trying not to hit other cars, Sabina was hit by a car, but, like, she was okay, she was just, like, kind of punched or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, her brother later claimed in a really cryptic Swedish interview, in, like, on a Swedish paper, that they're being, they're fleeing from madmen. Nice. Yep. Uh, so, the police and, uh, so there was this, like, TV show called Motorway Cops that, that followed, like, cops around on, like, this motorway just, like, to videotape them doing stuff, but they're, like, actual cops. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the, uh, like, police and then police that were part of this motorway cop show, um, came to the scene and... Uh, the officers, like, had, like, brought them to the side, and they, like, seemed fine, like, nothing was wrong with them. They, like, seemed pretty calm, and they're, like, talking to them, and then all of a sudden, Ursula ran into traffic, and was hit by an eight, like, a semi, like, an 18-wheeler. Oh, my God. Yeah, was hit by one of those. Um. Just they high. Full on. Uh, no. Just full on, like, she was just, like, they're just standing there, and then I was, like, watching the thing, and it's, like, a police officer standing there. You watched there. you get hit by the car? Yeah. Oh, my God. So, like, there's, they're standing there, there's, like, her, like, Ursula and Sabina, one's wearing red and one's wearing green. Ursula's wearing green. And there's, like, police officer in, like, yellow coat, just, like, talking to them, being, like, oh, what's going on? And, because, okay, apparently only, um, Sabina spoke English, like, really well. She, uh... I don't know, because Ursula didn't really speak English very well, I guess. I'm not sure. Uh, but so he's talking to them, and then she just runs out, and the guy tries to grab her from, like, running, but, she, but he just grabs her jacket, and her jacket comes off her, so she just runs and gets hit by this this 18-wheeler, basically. Um, 
So she's hit and her legs are crushed because the 18 wheeler is going 90 miles an hour. Uh, A few seconds after her sister runs in, Sabrina's like, oh, me too, runs into oncoming traffic and is hit so hard by a car. I saw a picture of the car. She's hit by like a Volkswagen and you know like a a car looks, it's got like a flat and it's it's like the head and windshield. Yeah. She gets hit so hard. Part of the windshield, like if this is the windshield, it's like, like it caves in. Like, the not the hood, but even, like, the, the top is, like, a, it just, like, collapses. It's not broken, but, like, the... the it's, like, the, dent. The metal. Yeah, it's not, like, just, like, a dent. It's, like, a cannon. Oh, my God. Like, it, it's this huge dent. And she should be dead. Yeah. Um, But she was unconscious for 15 minutes. So then paramedics came, because they were like, okay, you've been hit by a car. Two people have been hit by a car. Yeah, like, they, they thought Sabina was dying, yeah. because she was unconscious, and they, they hit, like, full speed by this, this car. Um, so, when they came, Ursula, uh, Sabina came to, and Ursula was resisting medical attention, screaming and scratching, and she was shouting, I recognize you, you're not real. Like, she's kind of psychotic. Uh, Sabina was uh, woken up, and it's like you can hear it on the thing, and she's shouting, like she's shouting, like help, 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 and they're gonna steal your organs. <laughs> Which it just sounds like very paranoid. You know, that just reminds me of the Russian sleep experiment. Yeah, and there's just like organs. <laughs> That's everywhere. what I was thinking too. <laughs> uh, so Sabina, after being unconscious for 15 minutes and being hit by like a car going 90 or 100 miles an hour, just gets up like she's totally fine. Like she she just gets up and is like. People are trying to keep her down because they're she's, like, you're she's probably having, like broken bones. No, and they're like, you're probably can cut, like lay on the ground. You might have spinal. And she's like just trying to fight them off, and she's like shouting for the police, like help, like help me, like call the police. And everyone's like, like no, like we are the police. Like calm down. Like we we're the police. Like calm, you have to calm down. And she punched up like this lady officer. She like lady's like trying to keep her, like being like, come on, come on, like go back on the ground, like, just lie down, you're, like, the medics are gonna help you, so she punches her in the face, and, like, the lady, like, falls backwards, like, she just, like, died, like, she died? Laid, she's laid out, she's not died, okay. but she, she's just laid out, and she's been keeps running, and so she runs into traffic again. Oh, these are smart women. <laughs> no one hit her because they'd stopped traffic, but, oh, okay. like, uh, yeah, so emergency, so police officers, at first there were three of them, Two police officers and a civilian who they thought was a retired police officer trying to calm her down. She's been hit by a car twice. Uh, first just gently, and then the second time she was unconscious. She's gently hit by a car. <laughs> I don't know. She was like, she wasn't really hurt the first time, and then, then she was really hurt after she ran again. So then there's like three three people, and she's fighting them off, and they cannot control her. So they end up getting six people to barely control her while getting kicked and punched and multiple people almost like kicked full force in the face oh while six people are trying to like six like big people are trying to carry this woman who's been hit by two cars to an ambulance <laughs> like she's just fighting and fighting and she's screaming like she help and they're gonna steal their organs i have no idea there's an officer who's like the only time i've ever seen stuff like that was when like uh drugs were involved but nowhere in <laughs> Nowhere, <laughs> nowhere in, uh, like, officer report where they're, like, anything about she was on drugs. Like, she was, they weren't Did drunk. they test her for drugs? Yes, I'm pretty sure. Um, so, Ursula, because her legs were crushed, she couldn't get up. 
she was taken to a hospital by air helicopter, and so was Sabina, because they were like, you should be dead, so <laughs> let's go. Um, she was at the hospital, and she, sh- like, she was just, like, completely calm and controlled then. She was like, oh, uh-huh, mm-hmm, yeah. And she, like, had no, like, concern, like, a lack of, really lack of concern for her sister's injuries or herself. She was like, okay. She was there for five hours and then was released into, like, um, she was into police custody where they, like, processed her and she Are said- cutting metal or yeah. something? Okay. Yeah. She said, quote, we in Sweden say that accidents rarely come alone. Usually at least one or one more follows, maybe two. So, uh, so in, on May 19th, 2008, Sabina was released from court without a full psychiatric evaluation, and she was, she pled guilty to charges of trespassing and hitting cops. She did. Oh, oh, wait, that's all. Yeah. I was like, why would she be in court? She got hit by a cop, like, what? Yeah. Uh, she had, she was, like, sentenced to spending one day in custody, but because she had spent the night, the night before, they said it was served, so she was fine. I don't know. So <laughs> That's the, the greatest th- sentence ever. One day. You get to chill in a police precinct. Yeah, for, like, a day. There you go. <laughs> um, after leaving the courtroom, Sabina began to wander around the streets of Stoke and Trent, uh, trying to look at her sister in the hospital. She was carrying her stuff in a clear plastic bag that she'd received from the police, and she was wearing her sister's shirt. I don't know how she got it, but she was wearing her sister's shirt. Um, she was just, like, wandering around, and around seven, two local men spotted her, and they were like, are you good? <laughs> you, you chill? Uh, one of the men was Glenn Holland's head. She asked for directions to a B&B, and, but Glenn felt bad and was like, why don't you just come stay with me? Like, you'll be fine, we'll find your sister. I don't know how, like, I just think he's trying to be nice, but how, just seeing some lady on the street being like, I'm looking for a and b my sister's in the hospital, being like, you can come into my home. I don't know, I don't like that. Yeah, so. I mean, nice yeah. person, maybe, I don't know. He laid her back <laughs> I don't know and what's hit nice. her and the two men went back to Glenn's house, and... Okay, I've she been started reading out. too much about, like, serial killers. Yeah. I'm like, they're good, I kill her. She, yeah, yeah, she started to, like, be really acting, like, really, really weird over, like, some drinks. She was constantly looking out the window and, like, being all fidgety, which made the other man think that maybe she'd run away from an abusive partner. But yeah, that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she was also acting really, really paranoid. She offered the two men cigarettes. And then, like, after they put them in their mouths, she was like, nope, they're poisoned, and snatched them. <laughs> I don't know. So, the next day, around midday, Paul's head called his brother, and he, he talked about, like, trying to find Ursula, who was his sister in the hospital, uh, and around 7.40, while he was making, uh, like, a dinner, Halston left to ask his neighbor, who was mowing the lawn, uh, for some tea, the tea bags, because England. Uh, England. Yeah. Uh, then he went back in the house. And he stumbled out a minute later, bleeding, saying, She stabbed me before collapsing and dying. Oh no. From his injuries. Yep. So the neighbor called the police, which, you know, the police police number in England is 999. Really? Yes, sir. It said the neighbor dialed 999. And I was like, uh, The neighbor called the police. <laughs> and, and Sabina, like, fled the scene. She was caught on CCTV footage running down the street with a hammer in her hand. Is it 911 Canada and US? Yeah. Uh, she was, like, running down the street, hitting herself in the head with a hammer. 
What? <laughs> I don't know. This sounds like something out of, like, a children's cartoon where they just, like... Yeah, that, yeah. So, people, like, saw her on the side of the road just walking, like, she's, like, just walking, hitting, bashing herself with a hammer. They're like, what the fuck? So they pulled over, tried to stop her. So they took the the hammer away from her. We're like, what are you doing? She pulled a, a tile, like, from, like, the roof. Uh-huh. Out of her pocket and bashed the guy on the head. What? I don't know. Then she ran to a bridge and jumped off a 12 meter, which is 40 feet. Uh-huh. She jumped off the bridge onto another highway. Uh, she only broke her ankle, both her ankles, and her skull. But she was, she was alive. So they took her to the hospital. She, you know, she only sustained some minor injuries. You know, she broke her ankles and her skull. <laughs> she like, also broke her head. She fractured her skull. <laughs> she's, she was fine. Um, she was arrested, like, in the hospital. But she was, like, in the hospital because she was broken ankles and a broken skull. <laughs> and whatever damage she'd done by hitting herself in the head with the hammer. Uh, but she was arrested on June 9th. Mm-hmm. And, well, she was recovering the hospital. She was just discharged 2008, September 11th. Uh, and that day she was charged for murder. She killed that guy with a knife. She pleaded guilty. Uh, they had set her the court date for the next June. And she pleaded guilty to manslaughter with, uh, diminished, diminished, that's the word, with diminished responsibility on September 2nd, 2009. Having stabbed Halstead five times. Oh. Yeah, Hallhead. Hall and Head. That's Holland's head. That's his name. Holland's head? I don't know. <laughs> Five times. Um, so she like, had diminished responsibility because she, oh, like she was she's clinically insane technically. Yeah. There were like a bunch of a bunch of things like both both sides were like, no, she she's psychotic. She's like But she's sane now. Like she like had a psychotic episode and she's fine now, kind of. So they thought it was shared psychosis with her twin with Ursula, not Sabina being the main sufferer. Because like Sabina was fine. And then Ursula came and this all happened. Uh-huh. And people thought it maybe it had been a suicide pact. Uh-huh. Um, she was sentenced to only five years in prison. For murder. murder. <laughs> uh, five years in prison because she had like a diminished responsibility because yeah. she was psychotic. Yeah. Uh, in Bronzenfeld Women's Prison where she became a Christian. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she was eligible, eligible for parole in 2011. Uh, there's a, there's kind of a conspiracy theory, but kind of like people are like, oh, think that her and her twin might have been part of MK Ultra, kind mm-hmm. of tier thing. Yeah. That's why they were all fucked up because they've been drugged and tortured. Yeah. Um. Yep. That's it. Wow. <laughs> Story of Ursula and Sabina Erickson. Okay, wait. Eric with two Ks. <laughs> I need somebody to explain to me what the frick is these sentencing. Because it's like manslaughter and first degree murder and second, like, what is the difference? I know, like, second degree murder is like. So, first like, degree. I don't uh, even know. I, I'm pretty sure first degree murder is unintentional murder. Like, if you hit someone with their car and you die, die if you didn't do it on purpose. Right. I know, I know that second degree murder is like premeditated yeah. stuff. Manslaughter is. I don't know. I'm gonna look at Is that when it's just like impulsive? I don't know. Um. Um, murder. Okay. Um, is there a third degree murder? There's I like think it's first degree, second degree man- manslaughter. manslaughter. Um, so I think one of them's an accident. One of them is. One of them's like an accident. One of them's premeditated. And one and of them is 
impulsive or something like yeah. that. So, I don't know. Man first slaughter. degree murder, any intentional, oh, any intentional murder is willful and premeditated. So, it's first so degree. there's forethought in it, like they kind of planned it out. They planned it out. So any murder that you or me would ever commit. Yeah. Second degree murder. Uh, We're not murderers. <laughs> second degree murder, any murder with malice. Malice forethought, but okay. So they, like they're mad, but they maybe they didn't pre. They wasn't like so kind of like impulsive during yeah. a fight kind of thing. Yeah, if like you're you get mad at a spouse and you whack them on the head and they die. Yeah, like you you killed them. You kind of meant to kill them, but you didn't mm-hmm. think about it way before. Yeah, my my grandpa told me about this guy on a reserve. Maybe I don't know. I just made them up, but he lived on a reserve. I'm gonna say it's a reserve. Probably wrong. Anyway, don't quote me on this. But uh, there's two guys who got in a fight, and one of them punched the other guy in the face. And there's like he hit like a really certain spot that just like collapsed his entire skull, so he yeah. died. Like that uh, kind of Voluntary thing. manslaughter, sometimes called a crime of passion, is any intentional kill that involves no prior intent to kill. So it's kind of like second degree murder, but a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, cause uh, uh, committed under which circumstances caused causing a person to become emotionally or mentally disturbed. So like, if you are a psychotic and you commit a murder, you're, you're uh, involuntary manslaughter, uh, a killing that stems from a lack of intention to cause death, but uh, involving an intellectual intellect intentional or negligent act leading to death. Like, if you let someone starve purposely. Right. Kind of. I guess. Like, drunk driving involuntary. Like, if you're drunk driving, you hit someone and kill them. Is that involuntary manslaughter. Okay. Yep. So there's, like, technically four types, then? Yeah. First degree, second degree, Man's- voluntary manslaughter, and involuntary manslaughter. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's all of them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well. Oh, there's, like, a third... Oh, there's a third-degree murder in some places. Third-degree murder? Yeah. Oh, it's like, a, it's just kind of different kind of classification. Oh. Because, like, uh, yeah. So it's, uh, so that was, what I just read was what the U.S. defines as those ones. I think Canada uses, like, almost the same ones. Mm-hmm. But there's some places in the U.S. that have slightly different variations on what each one means. Yeah. Okay. Third degree murders like in Wisconsin, this is the thing. So okay. <laughs> okay, that's all that's all done. Alrighty, you wanna hear some real sad stuff? Yes. No. But I will. <laughs> Alright. So I choke hold on. Y'all wanna hear that real nice noise of construction? I'm so sorry. I don't it's know bad. I don't know how bad they can hear it. Well, I'm looking because it could read like the sound waves and stuff. Oh, I'm pretty fun. sure they hear it pretty loudly. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, um, sorry. So, uh, I chose this because of what's going on right now. Feels pretty relevant. Um, well, in, like in a way, uh, it has racism in it. <laughs> um, it's not big the, surprise. Yes, yeah, it's just it's about uh, racial injustice. Yes, yes. Um, in Canada, so you know, Canada's not perfect. <laughs> Um, as much as we're much better than the U.S., just because I'm Canadian, I can say I just think that we're still not perfect. Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. What do you know about Banff? Banff? Yeah. It's haunted. It has hot springs. It has a nice candy shop. I know it's fucked up because you told me it's fucked up. Um, yeah. It's, uh... And it's expensive for gas. 
<laughs> because you have to take all the gas into the mountains. That's all. All right. Well, I I'm glad you answered that because I was gonna get really mad <laughs> if you told me like exactly anyway. Oh. All right. So, Banff is stolen land. I'm doing how oh. Banff was built. <laughs> uh, so Canada. So, yeah, so Banff is stolen land. It's all stolen <laughs> it's land. It's all stolen land. Uh, the town was built by prisoners of World War One. Yay! Wait, uh, like... Okay. Built by prisoners of war. Uh, before it was built, the... <laughs> the government lied. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa! Imagine that! <laughs> Yeah, the, the uh, government lied a lot to the indigenous people, so they, meaning uh, the government, could have this land um, because they, they knew it was because it's such a. I mean, the Rockies are beautiful. Yeah. Um, so they knew it was going to be like a really big tourist destination. I'm. So I get okay. I am. I get so construction mad when people are like, no, 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 it was a fair trade, or when no, people, like it wasn't. people talk about it because like. Also, <laughs> it was like. Also, like, English was not any language pe the pe like indigenous people had ever heard of, probably. Mm -hmm. Us going, okay, so this is ours, and then being like, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't know what you're saying. And then be like, cool. Also, the thing with like indigenous, uh, most indigenous like cultures, they don't do like land ownership, like, you no. can't own the yeah. land yeah. because it's, it's part a... of the world. Mm -hmm. But in like West, like over. In Europe. In Europe. Like, they, they did where you could buy land. Yeah. So, then they were like, we're gonna buy this, and it, it meant nothing. They didn't really, really mean anything, because, like, you can't own, they, like, they, they didn't think you would own land. Yeah, there was, like, the five dollars a year thing. Uh, Probably still gets five bucks a hell year. Hell yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but, like. It did not count for inflation. It would have been at, like, a hundred bucks a year, but yeah. no. But, like, the thing where they're, like, if, yeah, when indigenous people that. were trading land, like, they didn't think of it, like, they're like, you can't own the land, okay, like, we're, we think you're stupid because we don't think you can own, you can't, you yeah. can't own land, but the, the other people were like, peace, this is a mine now, I'll shoot you now. if you come on. Oh, I'll tell, I'll tell, oh. We're it makes it. me so mad, I'm um, so sorry if I jerk a lot, I'm so okay. mad, I can't be um, funny anymore. Yes, <laughs> so they knew it was like a great, they knew the Rockies were going to be a great tourist destination, um, they would make like a lot of money. Like, yeah. most money from, like, all of Canada. Yeah. Um, so, in 1877, Treaty 7 was signed um, by the government of Canada and five nations, which are the... Oh, boy, this is going to be fun. I did look up these pronunciations. So. <laughs> it's on your phone if you need Let's, it. Yes. Um, 40 minutes ago. Um, so... No, more like an hour ago. An hour ago. <laughs> yeah, so these five nations were the Sitsika, the Piakani, the... Kaina and Stony Nakoda and the Sutina nations. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure about the Kaina. I don't know. Um, I do know. <laughs> I get so I got felt really superior when I said like Piakani because I know I say that one right. <laughs> um, I'm sorry if I said those wrong. Uh, anyway, um, so the Sitsika and the Stony Nakoda territory is now Banff. Uh, the nations signed the treaty, uh, thinking that both sides would compromise. Um, so, Stony Nakoda are actually three separate groups. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know what they are. I did not find that out. 
uh, they thought they would get three separate pieces of land, um, but they only got one piece of land. Because they're different groups, so they're like, oh, yeah. we're going to get two pieces of land for one, each of us, and they're like, they're, they're nah, like, nah we're you three can, like, clump together because you're smaller or whatever. Y'all are known as the Stony Dakota now. Um, and <laughs> the government outlined the borders of these lands with barbed wire. Um, and these pieces of land were a lot smaller than what this, what this Nakoda knew they were supposed to be getting. Yeah. Uh, kind of but again, they, they don't, like, uh, <laughs> like, they didn't know English. Yeah. It's really hard to, like, if you've ever been anywhere where, like, uh, you're not speaking, like, the person you're speaking with is English, or you're trying to speak to someone where the other thing, language isn't your na- like, your mother language. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you don't know what's going on. Yeah. So if someone just came up to me and started speaking other language, I'd be like, I, I really don't know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Like, so them making treaties and making agreements in English, which is not uh, indigenous people's language or the language they probably even know mm-hmm. what the f- that's bullshit yeah and just being like okay you kind of understand great now we're gonna give you a piece of land way smaller than what we originally told so you so we're gonna we said you give you 10 acres so we're gonna give you two there you go um, congratulations Yay. i'm a dick <laughs> <laughs> okay uh fun fact bands introduced indian bay uh, 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 where the Nakota were left. quotation marks, but anyway, because that's yes. also because Indian is that. not not a word yeah, <laughs> used no. to describe in, indigenous, indigenous people. Um, uh, um, on Indian Day, Nakota were let back into Banff uh, for one day per year, um, and the white people would just come and stare at them, like like they were animals. Like, yeah, and. Uh, it was, it was a really popular thing in the 20s and the 30s, um, and, it, and it was a thing up until 1980. Uh, the Nakoda used Indian Day to push back against the... Oh, yeah, so... I'm seething over here, I know, so. I know. The, uh, the Nakoda actually used Indian Day to push back against the government restrictions and stereotypes, so they kind of used it as, like, a good positive yeah. uh, way, but it's not a good thing. Yeah. They, they tried to make the best out of the, the shit. This horrible. The dump of shit they were given. Horrible thing. Yeah. So. Um. So. Uh. The Nakoda needed permission slips to leave their res. Um. And they needed permits to sell things. Um. So. <laughs> I just scoffed at Carly. So <laughs> I'm just... Uh. He's coming out of my ear. We're gonna go on a field trip to where we are. <laughs> Um, is this picking up my voice still? Okay. Uh, yeah, it's not the headphones. I know. <laughs> I know, I just know, like, the closer it should be to my mouth. Um, so they needed a permit to sell things, and they would actually get escorted away if, uh, they were selling without a permit. Um, in World War One, British settlers... Sorry, I don't know what this means. I took these a week ago. See. Uh, hold on. World War... Okay. So, uh... During World War One, the entire government was made up of British settlers. Um... <laughs> um, on August 1914, 
the government enacted the Federal War Measures Act, um, which meant that the government could suspend or limit anyone's civil liberties in the interest of Canada's protection, um, which included the right to incarcerate any enemy quote-unquote aliens, um, who was basically anybody who isn't white or British, um, and is like WMA kind of thing, World, World, uh, War Measures Act. Um, so, I, I, it's important to note at this point that nothing had actually happened in Canada by a quote, enemy alien. But they had done shit. Yep. It, it was just an excuse to restrict more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, a few sabotage plans uh, had existed, but they were foiled. Um, there had been no attacks, there was no bombings, nobody died. Um, what are bombs? I'm, am I dumb? A bomb. You know, things that explode. But, but were there... Never mind, never mind, just cut that part out. Okay. I don't know, never mind. Uh-uh. Um, Farron being a delinquent idiot again. Oh, come on. I was, like, talking so ignorantly in the in your part. It's fine. That's okay. Um, so nobody had actually, like, died. Uh, so, but the government still wanted to be able to detain anyone they thought were suspicious. Anyone they wanted to. Yeah, or, they like... They more free reign. They were, like, freaked out about. Um, so, so these people were people from countries uh, we were at war with. So... Austria-Hungarian descent, um, or, like, German-Ukrainian-Eastern Europeans. Yeah. Um, so, they made Austria-Hungarians register as enemy aliens at offices they'd set up all around Canada. Uh, okay. If a, quote, enemy alien, if... Oh, yeah, they can do that. <laughs> We're looking at this little bar. I'm so sorry. Oh, God. All right. Well, that's fun. If you're a enemy alien, wait. You had to carry an ID card given to you. Like what in the Nazis Germany did. Yes, that kind of thing. Yay! Except that was before the Nazis. Yeah. But like how in Nazi Germany and anywhere that was taken over by Nazi Germany, they had to wear like an armband that had a David star of David on them. Yeah, so they needed to easily identify you as uh, an quote enemy alien. I really hate that. Um, anyway, I use that. I think I'm using that a lot in this. Uh, it's all in quotes. Yeah, <laughs> I, she's not that, saying I'm they're enemy say, aliens. No. She's saying what they were. That, that what they what, were what called by yeah. these. British people. Um, so if you were an enemy alien, you had to carry an ID card given to you by the government at all times. Um, and you had to check in regularly uh, wherever you were registered um, to prove you were not plotting against the government. How would checking in do that? I don't know, you just like... I'm just gonna take a break from my, people to, my, my evil plans and go check in. Yeah, no, you just like go in, you're like, hi, so um, I'm just farming, leave me alone. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not so... doing anything. Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, similar things uh, are still happening today uh, with like immigrant screening. Um, it's also happening in other countries. 
America. <clears throat> U.S. Um, also, I want to be very vocal about this. Fuck Trump. So. Oh yeah, I have this in my notes actually. Uh, <laughs> immigrant. So it's immigrant screening. Uh, dash. Also happening in other countries. Daff. Cough. Cough. Trump. Corrupt <laughs> <laughs> Trump. Trump. Um, lots of people think it's easy to immigrate. It's not. Yeah. It's a huge cost, and it's there's a whole bunch of documents that you have to sign, and you. I, I don't... Okay, sorry, sorry. Let me, no, let me no, just no, rant you, again. Yeah. I I understand why people are like, we don't want to become overpopulated, mm. but especially Canada, we have so, so much space that we yeah. are not using. It's like 95 or 85% of the population is... Is in, like, the is in the, the, this Like, if you look at a map, it's in, like, this tiny uh, strip right next to, like, the, the U.S. Canadian yeah, border. Yeah, it's literally, it's like... it's the warmest place. It's literally, That's like, where, like, a not, sixth of the country is... No, like, it's, it's more. It's, like, 85% of the country. Is no, I know, but we're only using, like, a sixth yeah. of... It's, it's, so yeah. if someone is, like, you know what? I want to get out of India, China, Korea, Austria, like, Russia. Yeah. Like, I want to get out of this place that I'm not being... I don't have, like, human rights. I don't have rights. I'm not being treated properly. Fairly. Yeah. Or like the Philippines or whatever, they want to go like, okay, America is supposed to be good, Canada's supposed to be good. We're gonna go there. They have like, they they are very, they're, they're, I, I think they're gonna be better. And then and they go and they are killed, imprisoned, sent back to their country. Just probably because, killed in their country. Just because how they look. Just because they weren't born there. Just because they're not. Like white. we are using like almost like, not. A lot of our land, and especially people like in cities, it looks like there's a lot of people. Yeah. If you look at, if you look like a our population, population chart, is so it's small. Oh, it's right at the bottom. Like you, we are not used like you, like in colder places. Even though it's colder, you can still live there. People still live there. It's just less. Friggin' people. like Inuit people live there with a lot less tech that we yeah. have now, and they're fine. And like the, the territories, lots of people don't live in the territories. I want to live in the territories. You want to? Yeah. It's like, like so pretty. In yeah, the I like cool too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like. People calling people who are immigrating from either war-torn countries or third-world countries coming and trying to find refuge and trying to live a better life for either their children or themselves, Mm -hmm. and us kicking them out or calling them aliens or then living in fear that they're going to be arrested and sent back, Mm -hmm. that's horrible. It's, yeah. Like, technically, like, not technically, actually... All white people that are in America and Canada, we immigrated from France, Germany, all people that Eng- England from that came yeah, over, Spain. took the land from the indigenous people. Like, yeah. And the people like go back to your country. You go back you to your go fucking back country. To your country. <laughs> like, I understand I'm a white person talking about this, but I feel like because I'm a white person, I do have. It's it's nice to hear it from somebody who's not yeah. indigenous. Like, and like, yeah. And like. As much as I have never faced discrimination because I'm a, mm-hmm. a white person, like, I, because my parents are my parents, I know about this, I mm-hmm. like, know what's happening, and I read a lot, and, like... Yeah, you're a you're very educated person. <laughs> <laughs> like, it horrifies me, and I yeah. don't know what to do. Like, yeah. um, people need to understand what this does, like, it's not just affecting you as a person who's, and like, and also you know, people, a lot of, a lot of people are like, it happened, it happened 100, 200 years it ago, it doesn't it's, matter, it's still, like, residential schools closed down in the 90s. Yeah, last one was in the 90s, 
like discrimination against black people in America, uh-huh. it's not like especially with like all everything that's going on with George Floyd, mm-hmm. like and that cop, the cop that kneeled on George Floyd's neck for seven minutes and suffocated him until he died, that cop, he's gotten away with actually like the, he has a record of um, abusing his rights as a, a person of authority mm-hmm. against black people, and he's just gotten away with it because he's a cop and he can do basically whatever he wants. Also, I saw this really stupid article where, like, Trump was like, the Supreme Court is banning racism, so... You, like, what? And, yeah. Sorry, uh, this, this, this part of the podcast can be very political. No, 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 it's okay. I think it's it's an important thing to say. Especially, and... also, with the George Floyd thing, people, uh, they put, uh, they really said he had a heart attack because he was kneeling on his neck. Mm. That was propaganda to try and lessen the blow on this white police officer, mm-hmm. being like, no, 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 he had heart troubles. It doesn't matter if he had heart troubles, he caused a heart attack, even if that was true, which I don't think it was, he actually had a heart attack. He kneeled on his neck. Mm-hmm. Like, like, what part of that is, like, and like, he was not resisting arrest, he was not, like, trying to break out of handcuffs or something. He wasn't doing anything wrong. He was arrested because people in a shop were like, I don't like him. Mm-hmm. They used different words, but that's what they basically said, essentially. Like, so, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, no. keep going, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah, it's an important thing to say, so. Uh, so back to the <laughs> War Measures Act. Right, yeah. From the 90s, or, <laughs> not the 90s, the, uh, like the 20s in yeah. Canada. War Measures <laughs> Oh yeah. I don't like you, so I'm gonna rescue you. <laughs> um, basically, so what's happening? Uh, the yep. government knew where to find everybody. They were all registered. When they wanted to put them in camps. <laughs> uh, like the Nazis. <gasps> Holy fuck! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> That was my mother. <laughs> she forgot we were recording. Daylight jumped at us. <laughs> that was terrifying. How did you not see her coming though? I was facing this way. I just thought <laughs> you're talking to me and we're like yeah. talking about real bad things. Okay. So. Anyway, so I don't freaking know where it was. Um, <laughs> um, War Act. They knew everything was. Oh yeah. Okay. Camps, so like so uh, <laughs> the government knew where to find everybody uh, when they wanted to put them in camps. So they were easily arrested when the time came. Um, they were, they were put in these, um, camps, like, <laughs> Nazis. Like Nazis. Um, like. uh, uh they were, they were, it was like, not all white people are Nazis, but all Nazis are white people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought about that. <laughs> uh, these people were expected to work, uh, it was forced labor. They had to, they, uh, built, they were forced to build parts of Banff, Yoho National Park, Mount Revelstoke, Niagara Falls, and sites in Quebec, BC, uh, not BC, well, yes, BC, but, uh, Quebec, uh, Manitoba, and Nova Scotia. Um, around 8,000 people were forced into 24 camps all across Canada. The prisoners were mostly men, uh, but there were still women and children in camps. Um, and there were there were several babies born there. A lot of there was pregnant women who were forced into these camps. They gave birth to their children in these 
Yeah. Probably like rape victims who got raped. Oh, yeah. probably, yeah. Like women who got raped by people in authority. Yep. In these camps. Yep. Oh. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I just looked at each other. Really? Okay. Oh, God. Um, uh, they, these, um, so these people were mostly, uh, like, on Austria-Hungarian. Um, they had little control of what was happening to them. The government confiscated all of their savings, um, promising that they would get it all back when they were released. Um, but many didn't actually get back any of their money, or if they did, they got way less than what they had yeah, before. Yeah, like, I had, like, $2,000, this is 20 bucks. So yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> um... The internment camps ran from 1913 to 1917. Um, the One of the largest of them had up to 600 people. It was the biggest, had 600 people in it. Uh, it was surrounded by dual barbed wire. Um, the shelters were tents. Oh, God. Um, in the Canadian winter? In Alberta winter. Oh, okay. Which isn't as bad as, like, Quebec or... Manitoba, but it's still like freaking cold in Alberta. Yeah, like minus 20 Celsius. I don't know, we hit like minus 32 yeah. this winter, so. But like the average is like minus yeah, 20. Yeah, I was minus walking 15. to school in like ripped jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Get to school, I'm like, my legs are numb. <laughs> I love going outside when you just have a shower in Canada. When it <laughs> your hair just like freezes. And my, I'm like, oh, okay, so I have icicles. <laughs> nice. I have weapons now. <laughs> at people with my hair. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, so, you know, they're intense in these Alberta winters, freaking cold, so a lot of them died of exposure, um, and there was, like, a lot of food shortages in these camps. Yeah. Uh, they were supposed to be eating in, in accord with the, uh, nutritional, whatever. Freaking frack. In accord some, I don't, I can't read my own writing, supposed to be eating in accord one with the Hay Convention of 1907. What? Where? Around there somewhere. Uh, oh dear, what's going on here? They're supposed to be Ooh. eating in accordance with the Hay Convention of 1997 government. was supposed to give them the same rations as Canadian soldiers. Yeah. Okay, well you can read my writing more than I can. <laughs> <laughs> I took these notes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was just so, that they're supposed to be given, like, yeah, they're supposed uh, to enough get, food. Uh, yeah, the same rations as Canadian soldiers. Uh, they weren't. Uh, food sor- shortages were frequent. Prisoners would, uh, would try to catch wildlife to survive, so, like, rats and birds and, like, tra- squirrels. Yeah, they're trying to live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My dad shot a squirrel with a slingshot when he was a kid. He had to eat it, didn't he? Yeah, my grandma forced him to eat it. Because <laughs> she was like, you killed him, yeah. fucking bucker up. Yeah, no, they were like on the on the reserve or something. My grandma's like, you can't freaking waste that. Yeah, eat it. That's your <laughs> he fault. He went you out to the woods in the reserve and he just like killed a squirrel. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah, he said it didn't taste great. Um, workers were paid 25 cents per person per day. Um, but the prisoners were expected to buy their own food, um, so it was basically just, like, recycling money. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, look, this is the same quarter I got two days ago. After I bought that chicken. And I don't know what they're buying. Like, gave it back. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I don't know. <laughs> what would I buy? <laughs> what would they buy? Well, it'd be um, like, okay, here's your money, now go buy food, and we'll give you that money tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so they, they didn't spend any money. No. Probably. I think there was, there was, if they 
if they actually wanted to like keep any of their money, they had to like skip meals and stuff. So yeah. they actually made money. Um, a lot of people froze. Um, the government moved people to a military base just outside of Banff called the Cave and Basin, um, which is close to the hot springs. Um, or I think it's called the Cave and Basin now. Um, I don't know. No, it doesn't exist anymore. It's close to the hot springs. Um, site of the site. Oh, just kidding. Okay, ignore what I just said. Uh, they moved a lot of the people to a military base just outside of Banff. Uh, it's called current now called the Cave and Basin. It's close to the springs. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was the site of the base. Uh, if you go there, you can read about the camp and how brutal the work was. Um, the main goal of the camp was to connect the highway, uh, so they had to clear trees, build bridges, build a lot of, um, and they built a lot of recreations we now enjoy, um, like sidewalks, hiking trails, ski hills and ski jumps, uh, Lake Louise, uh, tennis courts, and, uh, swimming pools, outdoor swimming pools, and the road. If you drive into Banff, you have enjoyed something that prisoners built. Unrightful prisoners of war. Yes. Un, what is it? Um, un, undeserving prisoners of war? Maybe. I don't know. Right, I'm, I don't know. Um, Not. Re- they didn't do anything who, wrong. Yeah. People who didn't, weren't, weren't in the war. It was like, like. Second World War, First World War. First World War. Yeah. Um, so these, uh, um, the people in the camps had to crush rocks to build these, the hotel. Oh yeah, they built the hotel. Yeah, the first one. Yeah. And the second one, um, probably. Second one, because they had crushed rock. And oh. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I just thought, I was like, oh, look, uh, Farron, Farron, uh, Farron talked about that last episode. <laughs> let's, let's say how Oh, yeah, and I took, I took the MK Ultra, too. Yeah. Connections. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, in 1915, <laughs> okay, so they built these in 1915. So there's no, there's no automatic tools. They had to use pickaxes and hammers and saws. Um, in ice, like on ice, they had to like cut up ice with saws, like an Elsa. Sorry, <laughs> but that's what I thought of when he was like, okay. no, I think the first, uh, the first song's like, oh, the frozen winter. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's what I thought of. I thought of baby Sven and Kristoff. Yeah, like one block of ice. These icy forests were falling. No, that's my brother's favorite song from that movie. Oh, really? Yeah. I like the. It's the second movie, but it's okay. <laughs> I really want to just it's shout nah, out the nah, crowd. Nah, nah. Yeah. <laughs> I just sing that uh, in the Broadway and Deep Selection. I was, that whole thing, I was just like, when we were this doing our, racist. Um, which one? Like, the, na, 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 hey, yeah. Yeah. It seems, like, kind of racist towards, like, indigenous musical culture. Maybe, but I'm pretty sure it's, like, an actual song that they yeah. sang. Um, I was just like... Hmm. I don't know about that. It's, know. What, what what other song is that? Because I feel like that's also in a different movie. I mean, they use it in the second one. No, I know, but it's like a... Probably a much di- more racist movie. In a different Disney movie. Do you remember that one? That Probably called- Pocahontas. You know Pocahontas was a real person? She yeah. was 12 when I John know. Smith came. Yep. Uh, he raped her and took her back unwillingly to Europe. And then she died of smallpox yep. on the way back to North America. Yep. Yep. Um, I hate that. <laughs> no, remember? Do you did you ever see uh, Brother Bear? Yes, I love that movie. So I love much. that movie so much too. Is it in that movie? Maybe I feel like 
I don't know. I have so many issues with Pocahontas. Apparently, it's actually a good movie if you forget the fact that she was an actual person and they're not I'll, doing her story any justice at all. Yeah. And it's just really bad. Because she was 12. I feel like that should be emphasized. She was 12? Yeah, she was 12, not 16 or 18. How old was she in the movie? I don't know. They don't say, but she looks like she's 20. Yeah. It's a cartoon, so you can't really tell what she looks <laughs> yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, that, like, the na 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 it sounds. I know I've heard that song before. I know it's been in other Disney, another like Disney yeah. children's. Movie. I think they do something. Uh, I feel in like Mo- it was in Brother Bear. Maybe in um, or Little Bro- Bear. I in know. Brother Bear. Yeah. Um, in they're going there fishing or something. I don't know. Maybe I know they sing like a a song in I don't know what language they speak. Poly- Polynesia, Polynesia. I don't know. <laughs> in uh, Moana. And they, I don't know. Mo- o- Moana. It's based on like Polynesian culture. Um, based on Hawaiian culture. No, that was Lilo's statue. <laughs> it's Polynesia or Hawaiian or something, but yeah, I think it's Polynesia because they don't believe. You know what? Forget it. I'm not gonna say anything. Sorry, we're so ignorant. <laughs> Sorry, keep um, going. My <laughs> frozen. Back to internment camps. Um, um, somehow we find a way to make Frozen a part of it. Yeah, <laughs> that's our only goal: making Frozen a part of everyday life. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, oh, okay, so yeah, so there's also a camp by Jasper, they, they built Jasper as well, uh, I'm saying yeah, ironically, because I don't know what else to say, so yeah. like, ah, okay, <laughs> lovely, uh, files for Jasper, um, involve things like prisoners cut ice around here, or, uh, cut fence posts in the bush, or made cinder blocks, um, the, uh, People found a journal that one of the hold on prisoners. Hold on, daily routine. Oh, okay. So, Jerry, sorry, I thought it was a name. It's actually eight hours. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was like a B H Harbor or something. No, it says eight hours. (laughs) Oh God, of labor. Um, so their days, their they, uh, their daily routine was. Work for eight hours, at, um, and then at the end of the day, they were exhausted and they had nothing to eat. Hmm. That was their day. So let's um, literally slave away and then starve. Uh, so I want people to eat, and let's do it again tomorrow. Yes, yeah, and so freeze. <laughs> Over a hundred people died at the camps from abuse, uh, exhaustion, um, injuries that they had sustained, uh, starvation, and random illnesses that passed through. Um, Neglect. Neglect. Uh, many also suffered mentally. Um, <laughs> Shock. <laughs> that, that, that shook me. What do you mean? They should be perfectly fine. Yeah. There's documented, um, it's, it's documented as, quote, insanity. <laughs> I wonder why. Oh. Um, wow, depression's insanity now. <laughs> okay. Um, like how a woman at that time, if any problem a woman had at that time was um, hysteria. Hysteria? <laughs> or it's like she's on her period, so she's grumpy. She's hysteric. I'm she's... so sorry. <laughs> her hysteric. She's a hysterica. It's not funny, but it's it is. It's not funny. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh, you have a problem? You're just hysteric. You're Don't fine. Don't worry, you're just hysterical. Okay? Shut the fuck up. Um, many tried to escape, obviously, like, uh, six people were shot and killed trying to escape, uh, 
U.S. wrote about the, the U.S. wrote this report about Canada. Um, quote, cases of prisoners being placed in dark cells and given diet of bread and water for one to four days were not only proved, but admitted by the authorities. Guards have cuffed prisoners on the slightest provocation, and the conduct of some sergeants have been extremely reprehensible. Two cases have been established uh, where prisoners have been handcuffed and drawn up so their toes just touch the floor. One prisoner was assaulted twice within an hour by Sergeant Weller. The most reprehensible cause is that case is that an of an assault with a with a bayonet by Sergeant Hume with I have no idea with a prisoner by the name of Conziel. The sergeant made three distinct thrusts, but the but the wound or wounds were never were very slight. Yeah, that's something the U.S. wrote about Canada at this time. You know what's bad when the U.S. is like, oh, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Did you watch Outer Banks? No. It was, it's like this TV show I watched with my sister. And I've probably, a lot of people have seen it. Mm. There's this point where this guy, he's like the most irresponsible one in the group. And so there's a fight. And he's like, okay, if I am, like, being the negotiator, there's something wrong. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's what that is. That's what this, like, when, when, when. U.S. say Canada's being like some they're doing something racist. They're doing something wrong. You know what's wrong. Like yeah. that's the problem. Oh, it's like knife, bayonet. Lovely. Okay. <laughs> I, <just laughs> I pictured a weird ass like. I thought it was like a baton. Loot. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like a baton. Aaron's like I pictured a weapon. I was like I pictured something close to a um, ukulele. <laughs> but you know, like the what. A ukulele? Yeah. Oh, you it was like a ukulele? Yeah, no, I thought it was like, I don't know, it sounds like an instrument. <laughs> um, sorry, this is also a bayonet there at the end of rifles. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Amazon just opened. Great, you want to buy one? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yet. Um, <laughs> the commanding officer named O.L. Spencer, um, wrote in his, like, journal or something, quote. His diary. Yeah, Thursday, January 20th. Prisoner of War number 281, Mike Scarrow. Um, no, Mike's. Oh, shit. Scarrowadak? Scarrowadak? Scarrowadak, that's what it is. Sorry, I got there in the end. My apologies. It's in, like, it's in two lines with a little dash. I freaking can't read it. Okay. Uh, so, Prisoner of War number 281, Mike Scarrowadak who was working at the at the block crusher was hit on the head with a piece of rock that flew through the air from an explosion that had been set off to break the rock. It appears from the information gathered by the guards that they had they had lined up about 200 yards away when the explosion was set off and small pieces of rock were flying through the air. Monday, February 21st. Weather mild. Prisoner of war uh, set out to work on park Prisoners of war set out to work on park work. One prisoner of war, number 272, um, Basil, Mar Basil Barco, escaped. Circumstances not known. Wednesday, February 23rd. Weather mild. Prisoners set out, prisoners set, set out on park work. One prisoner of war burned his hand badly. Wednesday, March 8th. Weather moderate. Um, what's the difference between mild and moderate? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, 320 prisoners of war employed on park work today. Prisoner of war number 277, v Vasil Tatchak, escaped from rock crusher 
escape from rock crusher gang during the day. Yeah. <sighs> That's the, the weather was like mild salsa. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. But <laughs> vaguely spicy. <laughs> <laughs> vaguely sp- The weather is vaguely spicy. I'm gonna start using that with you. And they're, they're gonna be like, oh, how's the weather down there? It's vaguely spicy. It's vaguely spicy. spicy. Um, but yeah, that's that's horrible. Yeah. And like, we don't know if these people who got hurt actually got medical attention. Yep. It says they got hurt. That's it. Yeah, the most medical attention they probably got was someone else in the camp like another prisoner being like i vaguely know what to do yeah i'm a mother (laughs) i'm a woman sorry where's the woman in this camp (laughs) (laughs) i'm so sorry i'm not sexist i swear i I swear (laughs) we're both we're both women (laughs) yep this is funny okay sorry I'm trying to, I'm trying to, okay, I'm almost done, I'm almost done. Um, by 1917, the camp started slowing down, um, and it started slowly releasing prisoners so they could help at, like, farms and factories, um, Mm -hmm. because, you know, they realized Canada needs that stuff, too. (laughs) No, just random provincial parks. Uh, Oh, so we can't survive on... A road? Oh, oops, um, whoops, my bad. Darn, thought I could eat concrete. <laughs> <laughs> whoops, cinder blocks are not food. <laughs> okay, I feel like we're making, oh, we're not mean to make light, but me, I know. Me, me being nervous and uncomfortable is me making jokes. I know. <laughs> it means I'm affected. I'm like, I, well, we've also been recording for like, I don't know, we talked for like 45 minutes before we started recording, and then we've been recording for an hour and 15 minutes, so, like, it's getting, we're getting up there with the time. Oops, okay, came back, came back. Alright, we're just tired. Um, uh, so, them working at the farms and factories didn't actually mean full freedom. Um, They're still, like, technically prisoners. Yes. They were released to do paid work for companies. Um, and they were released, they were released to, like, the, uh, Calgary Pacific Railway or large farms. Um, it was unclear when they were allowed to leave. Um, when, uh, when released prisoners were scarred. Okay, well, scared. prisoners who, no, I just, my grammar's real bad. Um, so the prisoners that made it through, um, were, like, scarred, um, and they, (laughs) they, like, wouldn't talk about their time there at all. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so sorry. I don't. I'm shook by that fact. Whoa! Astonishing. Whoa. A prisoner of war won't talk about their time in an in a incarceration camp. What? A concentration camp? Well, you don't want to talk about it. Shocking. Oh whoa. Um, it's like you're traumatized or something. PTSD. Uh, by 2005, the PTSD, Ukrainian. LSD, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> by 2005, the Ukrainian Ukraine Cana- Canadian. Uh, community was able to get the government to recognize the internment. Good. 2005. This was 1915. So 90 years later, I guess we kind of made a mistake. 90 years later, they were they the government finally recognized. Kind of, sort of, maybe, maybe made a mistake. So we kind of, sort of, maybe did it. So I'm kind of, sort of sorry. <laughs> Honestly, uh, like, it was an accident. Like, it, yeah. <laughs> um, 
2008, the government created a uh, $10 million Canadian First World War Internment Recognition Fund. Um, it grants money to any Canadian citizen who wants to talk about the piece, this piece of history um, with, like, I don't know, like schools, like people who go around, like, bringing awareness, awareness to this stuff. If um, you want to, like, talk at a school or yeah. talk at an event or something. Mm -hmm. A lot of descendants of the survivors uh, don't. They don't want money from it. Um, they just. They're want not looking to get money. Yeah, they. Just like they just want people to know what happened. Yeah. Because you know, um, people don't know, right? Yeah. Uh, fun fact: the Sitsika Nation settled their land claim with the government in February of 2017. So they got more land, uh, even though it was their or land in the More beginning. money, maybe more money a little maybe more land um okay okay like Just like hundreds the government so it's like if i if i had a candy bar i have like a chocolate bar just let me dumb it down for everybody. <laughs> no, it's chocolate bar. And Carly just went, no, it's my chocolate bar. She took my chocolate bar, gave me one square, and was like, you can have that. That's literally what Fair. <laughs> You're like, what? See, <laughs> so you, you be, I'd be so mad. I'd be like, that's my whole chocolate bar. That's my, I, I got that first. But then they were like, I'll give you five bucks for it. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, five bucks was a lot in the 1800s. It was a lot in the 1800s. But like, they did not count for inflation with that deal. Yeah, though. but like, as kind of salty about that because it would have been like a hundred bucks. It's like a hundred fifteen. I used an inflation calculator. Yeah. Anyway, I did. Yeah, I was bored like a year ago, so I calculated that. Um. So. Uh, please, please, uh, try to pass on this unknown history of how the Stony Nakoda were only allowed to go on their land for one year. Um, and that Banff was built by prisoners of World War One. Okay, I'm all done. So, that was fun. How do we end these? Okay, so. Sorry, yeah, I knew. I knew what that was this the year was not that you were given well. five? That they did the Treaty Seven. Uh, yeah. Treaty Seven was eighteen seventy-seven. Um. Fat bucks. What? <laughs> Hey, yo, Kira, uh, maybe, maybe try to cut out some of our useless conversations in this. If not, it's gonna be funny when I'm talking to you. Anyway, you're a legend, um. Yeah, Kira. I yeah, think Kira gets enough recognition. Kira doesn't get enough recognition. She's a fucking legend. So, 18 what? Uh, 1877. 1870 inflation calculator. Whoa. Whoa. It's like 115 bucks or something like that. Um, yeah. So, Kira is our legendary friend. She is our... Um, editor, I guess? Yeah. I don't know. Manager. Me, me and Farron record, and then I send it to her, and she... $120.09 today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, Kira thinks of the names, and she yeah. puts the intro music and possibly outro. I'm not we sure, because I don't actually do. listen to this. We have outro um, music. I listen to it. I know. I find myself funny. <laughs> Probably going to stop eventually. But I know. I listened to the first couple, and I was like, I can't stand this. I'm such an idiot. <laughs> See, I'm listening, and I'm laughing at parts that aren't funny, but I, I just find myself. Because I remember, I remember recording this, and go, I remember what I was thinking at that point. I don't know why I didn't say it, because it's, you know, stupid and funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, also, um, I, I don't think we've actually ever done this. The outro, intro and outro music are, 
done by my cousin. Um, and he has a website, it, or I think... We'll put it in our bio. Yeah, it's, it, it's in the uh, description, podcast description. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's freaking... Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, that bird scared me. <laughs> um, okay, so if you like me talking about this history, please email me, me us, about this, uh, about it at ff and everything between at gmail.com shut up you freaking oh my god <laughs> stupid fucking i'm so shut. sorry about that well like constricting my air my my ability to record i can't contraction wow contraction <laughs> pregnancy no <laughs> pregnancy is not a thing i plan on going through um uh you can follow our instagram at ff and everything in between uh, you can follow us on Twitter at FF and EIB Podcast. Uh, I don't think we have any followers. It's really sad. Uh, please follow us. Um, I also don't know how to use Twitter, so oh. that's a fun little adventure for me. You're going to um, follow the journey with all of us. Yes. Please teach me how to use Twitter. Just email me about it. Um, you can listen to our podcast on Podbean, maybe. I don't know if we have any new episodes on Podbean now. Podbean has this, like, Podbean restriction where um, you can't post over, like, five hours of five audio. Five hours. You get five hours of free audio. And, and that ran out around episode, episode six. 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 I think we lasted six episodes with five hours of audio. Yeah, that's when we changed over to Anchor, which is our main Anchor, platform. Anchor is now our main platform. Um, so you can listen to us on Podbean, Google Music Play, Apple or Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, and Radio Public. <laughs> I do that all in one breath and I can't breathe. Um, if you are, if you do not know us, please email us. I would love to hear from you. Yeah, I wanna... Also, friggin', if you're in the U.S., this is bothering me so goddamn much. Right. Because I don't, like... I don't know anybody in the U.S., and I don't know anybody in the U.K. In my mind, everybody who, the 67% that's Canadian listeners are all just our family. Yeah, our relatives. Who are these U.S. listeners and yeah. random Please, France listeners? If you are in the and, U.S. Like, or the one person in B.C. who I don't know who it is. B.C.? There's, yeah. There's like one person in B.C. and a weird name that I can't remember. So if you are in B.C., if you were in We the don't US. mean to insult you with by saying weird names. Sorry, we love you. Please keep listening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> love you. Uh, yeah, no, if we don't know you personally, please email us. Just say, like, which country you're from. Don't tell us, like, where you live. If we're, That's not, we're not being like, where, um, who are you? I just, it's really interesting because I never thought we'd get listeners in. <laughs> I thought we were going to have four people. Yeah, Both I thought it was just going to be, like, our families. <laughs> um, we have random listeners in the U.S., and we have some in Europe. Uh, so please tell us that, like, email us if you're from there, because uh, I never thought we'd actually get there. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we'd get, like, max, like, 20 listeners, so. Yeah, thank you so much yeah. for And, like, so, sorry about the, uh, construction sounds. Um, yep. This is, this is fun. We can't, like, be inside, really, so. Yeah. I mean, we could do it in, like, a garage could, or something. We could go in a garage next time if you yeah. want. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs> You won't stop. Oh wait, no, I'm pressing the wrong button.